everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. Frank is back. So excited to have him back. It was lonely, lonely, but you're here. Yes. So I was surfing around yesterday and I found this Saturday Night Live skit from a year ago that I want to play for everybody because I loved it for so many reasons. And you'll see why in a second. It's called Republican or Not. Off we go. Time to play Republican or Not with your host, Benson Dubois. Hello and welcome to the show. The game is simple. We're going to meet some people, and our contestants have to guess whether they're Republican or not. Seems easy, right? Hello, contestants. Hi, Benson. Uh, I'm Jim Lee, and honestly, this game seems pretty straightforward, so uh, I think I got this. I'll bet you do. And how about you? Hello, Benson. I'm Michelle Flynn. I grew up in Ohio, so I've been playing this game my whole life. Kind of an expert. Sure you are. All right, let's get started. Let's bring out our first guest. This is Brady. Now, he's going to make a few statements. Ring in as soon as you're ready to guess, Republican or not. All right, Brady, give us our first clue. I think Facebook is evil. Oh, wow. Um, Because they're spreading disinformation or because they banned Donald Trump? (laughs) Not so easy, is it? Maybe we need another hint. I would say you do. I buy all my produce straight from a farm. Because you want to or because you have to? I don't know, Miss Ohio. You the expert. (laughs) Keep going, Brady. I respect pro athletes who stand up for their beliefs. Which athletes? And which beliefs? Who knows? Could be her. Megan Rapinoe. Aaron Rodgers. No guesses? Okay, then. Give them the last clue, Brady. God, I hate cops. Okay, he is not a Republican. Oh, sorry, so close, but no. Brady is indeed a Republican. But but he said he hates cops. Yes, but he was talking about these cops. From January 6th. (laughs) Well, better luck next round. So not real cops. Let's meet our second (laughs) guest, Lacey. Lacey came here from Manhattan. Uh, New York City or Kansas? I can't say. <laughs> Stop the clock. On Twitter, my pinned tweet is my body, my choice. Uh, okay, that's a trick. She's talking about vaccines, right? Oh, if we only knew. <laughs> Another hint, Lacey. I support Caitlyn Jenner. In what way? <laughs> Politically? Y'all doing great. Doing great. Give us another clue. Okay. My favorite comic is Dave Chappelle. Starting when? (laughs) I love my job. (laughs) That would have been always. Yeah. Last month, I went to a board meeting and complained about a book being taught in my daughter's school. Okay, I definitely know that one. She's a Republican. No, sorry. What? She was complaining about a book in her kid's school. That's right. And that book... The Bible. <laughs> All right, before we bring out our this next, next guest, one is Kate. Let's hear about today's sponsors. Jimmy. 
Republican or not is sponsored by the city of Orlando, where Democrats visit and Republicans live. Orlando. Back to you, Benson. Thank you, Jimmy. All right, let's bring out our next guest, Liz. Good afternoon. Is that? I it's, feel like I recognize Liz Cheney. her. Maybe you do. Start the clock. I'm a congresswoman from Wyoming. I'm endorsed by the NRA and have an 80% rating from the American Conservative Union. Nobody wants to ring in? Yeah, I really want to. It seems so obvious, but this game is weird. My name is Liz Cheney. I'm the daughter of Vice President Dick Cheney. She's the daughter of Dick Cheney. Okay, y'all are being real tricky here, aren't you? I'm a Republican. Re Republican. She, she just said she's a Republican. No, sorry. Again, that is wrong. What? How? The Wyoming Republican Party actually voted Representative Cheney out this week for opposing Donald Trump. But I am a Republican. <laughs> you might tell everybody that, but it's not what other Republicans say. <laughs> Like it or not, you are the Rachel Dolezal of the Republican Party. <laughs> well, I don't care. I've been fighting for Republican values all my life. Oh, that is so cute. We will see you on MSNBC in about a week. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Liz. That was yeah. so, it's so true. The whole thing was great. I loved it. Yeah, it's it just like, uh, what, Black Jeopardy? Yes, yeah, so it has it's, that same kind of feeling there, too, where it's uh, every once in a while a little something to say, oh, wow. We're all the same. Yeah. We're very similar, aren't we? Yeah, very screwed up similar. It was good stuff. Screwed up sense of similar. Welcome to Monday, Frank. Welcome to it Monday. Is. Hey, just, just got this from Sharon. UK airspace has just been shut down after a huge network failure hits air traffic control of all places. Really? Do you, do you want to be on a plane in the UK right now is the question. I don't want to be on a plane, period. <laughs> but but this we we had this a uh, couple months ago here and in Canada. Was it tra you, the air traffic control, though, or was it radar? They, they were. No, it was air traffic control. I'm oh. pretty sure that they're they involved, too. It was some kind of a... And they called it a system bug glitch, which yeah, is even more... And then they pretended there was nothing nefarious about it. Haven't heard anything since. <laughs> the, it says Britain's uh, National Air Traffic <laughs> Britain's National Air Traffic Services says that it's experiencing technical issues that has forced controllers to reduce the rate that aircraft are able to land and take off, which has led to hundreds of flights being delayed both in and out of the UK. I saw this thing the other day. It was about someone who was taking a plane to Italy and they were stuck. It was in a United Airlines and they were stuck on the tarmac for like 12 hours because of mechanical issues. And they like wouldn't let people off the plane. They were holding them hostage. No water, no food, no snacks. I hate flying. I hate it. You hate can't it. do that. It, it should be you illegal. Do that people. It should Terrible. Be. 12 hours in a, in a tube of toothpaste? No. It is like a tube. Who knows? Sitting what? there, it's one thing if it's a twelve-hour flight, but you're on, you're on the runway for twelve hours, on and Italy. then where are you going? Italy, Italy. Oh, so they were on, they're on the tarmac in the U.S. Yes. And then they have to go on a, 
eight-hour flight to Italy? Yeah. Nope. Maybe next year. Yeah. It was this, uh, the, the mom's birthday. It was like something they had planned for for like years and years and years. I, I, I'll find it some, somewhere. I saw it. Um, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Hey, we're looking at Tropical Storm Adalia down in the Gulf right now. So just a little weather update because this is something I follow. Um, a disclaimer. No, she I'm not. She sounds like a peach. It's, I don't know what happened to G and H. Because they did an F storm that's off in the Atlantic right now, floating off the coast. Oh, it starts with an I? Yeah. Maybe they retired those names and I just don't know it. I don't know. Hmm. Those letters. But this, I'm not fear mongering. I said something the other day on Twitter, like, or X or whatever. I was like, oh, um, it's that time, guys. It's the end of August, early September. The hurricane season usually picks up now. And living literally on the coast of South Carolina, it's something I pay attention to. I paid attention when I was on Long Island, too. But here we are. Um... It's turning, it, it, it looks like it's going to end up reaching category two or three strength relatively quickly. It's going to come through somewhere between Tampa Bay and Tallahassee. It keeps on moving eastward as it, as it develops. And then it's going to come up the, the southeast coast, Georgia and South Carolina into North Carolina and make its way out. Just the question is, what does it do once it crosses through Florida? Does it go back out over the very warm Atlantic and kind of churn around? Or does it stay on land the whole time and just dump us with six inches of rain, which is what they're predicting? Six six inches of rain for us. And storm surge with the high tide because of the full moon is going to be interesting to watch for the west coast of Florida, which... If you need a good page to go to, SpaghettiModels.com or TropicalTidbits.com are both really good pages to watch hurricanes. It's Mike's wedding. See, it's just one thing. I just would have a hard time getting used to living right there on the coast. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that comes with the territory when you decide to live there as hurricanes. Some seasons it's not bad. Other seasons it's really busy. It's been relatively quiet so far, but here we are. And um, this is the track. So Wednesday, Frank, depending on winds and all that nonsense, we'll have to play by ear. We'll see what happens because that's when it's in. You know, uh, up here, I don't know, every once in a while we get hit with a, um, we get hit with something that's significant. Obviously, Sandy mm-hmm. uh, caused a lot of damage. People lost their lives. But on the, uh, the overall, we don't we don't really get a lot of that. We get what is usually downgraded tropical storms, and it, uh, it it takes on a late summer storms over here in New York, takes on a almost like a, a blizzard yeah. kind of atmosphere where you go out, you buy cookie dough, you know, we're going to be inside, the, the, the storm is coming, we're going to be inside for the next couple of days, and then you just uh, look out the window and watch the, the wind whip up a little bit faster than it usually does. Um Obviously, that's not the way that it is. It is received in the southeast. Gotta get the bread and milk. It's a very serious thing uh, this time of year. But for us, it's like um, I don't know. It's almost cozy sometimes. All the uh, the craziness that builds up around one storm or another. Uh, all the almanacs are saying that we're going to get destroyed by blizzards this year though really they've been, saying, they've been saying that we're due for a bad winter for years now and we get like one and a half snowstorms at least by me 
So that's like that. that's. I I lived up there, so I know. Um, br- that's where bread and milk came from, and I'm trying to find the actual bread and milk. Here it is. Look, ready? What, Vic? Oh yeah, hold on. Here we go. I gotta get the bread and milk. 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 Oh my god, I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and. They said snow. I gotta get the bread and milk. Oh my god. I gotta get the bread. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. Oh my god. You gotta get the bread and milk. Yeah, and if you don't have, you, you you better have eggs too, because if you don't have bread, milk, and eggs, how the hell are you gonna get? Uh, how are you gonna have French toast? You need. A, do you know what I saw? I don't know if you. How do you make your French toast? Uh, bread, milk, milk eggs, eggs, a little bit of vanilla. Um, I don't know. That's usually cinnamon. What I just, I, well, that that's like a topper. I'll I'll sprinkle the you know cinnamon. That that's afterwards. Do you I don't put it, toast your bread first? No, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever done that. No. I I just saw the other day somebody said you're supposed to toast the bread, then dip it in the egg, and then throw it in the pan. And I'm like, that seems sacrilegious to me. Why? Was was give it structure or something? I, I guess I always just made it, dipped it in the bread and I'm the bread, dipped the bread in the egg and the mixture of stuff, and then. Threw it on the pan and toasted it that way. But these people are throwing the damn bread in the toaster first. Well, I I don't know. I, you know, I, I like Lauren as much. She doesn't like French toast nearly as much as I do. Um, she's a she'll go for pancakes first. I can do either or. But I actually I think I like French toast better uh, with the challah bread. No, I don't like mm. the challah bread. Challah bread too. I, I like it just done. I like. I don't like white bread from mo- mo- anything these days. Like but that Or sourdough. Sourdough is delish. Can't mess sourdough with sourdough. Sourdough French toast. This, um, another, another interesting little tidbit before we get into anything real serious. This was shared yesterday <gasps> and I, I, I related to it on a serious level. I don't know about you. I'm gonna, this is real. It's called realizing how a woman's brain works for the first time. Are you ready? Yeah. Ladies in the chat, you tell me whether or not this is you. Why? Because I'm trying to clean the kitchen because it's a disaster. Cleaning, I realize I'm hungry, so I'm going to make me some carrot juice. Well, start to make my carrot juice. But I can't make my carrot juice because I have no classes that are clean. Well, I'm unloading in the dishwasher, but when I go to unload the dishwasher, it's clean and full, so now I have to unload it. But then I notice some new clothes that we got for Ember that haven't been put away. So then I go to put them away. Then I realize her room's a disaster. So then I start to clean up some clothes and put them away. In the closet, I realize, oh yeah, their tennis shoes are destroyed and I need to buy new tennis shoes for school that starts on Tuesday. So then I come to the kitchen and I need to make a list. But wait, I have no pen. So then I'm just gonna put it in my phone so that I don't forget it. Oh wait, when I open my phone, I get an email from my management company about a partnership I gotta do. Well, in order to record a partnership, I gotta put eyelashes on because I don't wanna look like a naked mole rat. But wait, I wanna shower and I can't shower and get my eyelashes wet, so I gotta shower first. But I can't shower first because I want to dye my hair. <laughs> I relate to this on so many levels. <laughs> so many levels. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I guess uh, 
one thing leads to the next. I, I relate to that on so many levels. And then it got me thinking about people that don't have an internal monologue. Do you have an internal monologue? Oh, yes. It's words, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's uh, yeah. It's constant commentary. And you have to work to, sh to silence it. So it takes a lot of work. There are people out there that don't think that way. They don't have any voices or, or a voice in their head or their own voice in their head or any words at all. You think that she has no. No, no, no. Of... I'm saying there are people that don't because that is my brain all the time. That's oh, how yeah. my brain just it, it constantly is words, 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 words. But some people don't think that way. They're, it's quiet in there and it's pictures. I did well. I don't know about the the pictures thing. I I did a show. I did a show on that very same thing. It feels like it's about one or two years ago now. About uh, inner monologue and it um, and people who who just don't have it. And I opened up the lines for that, and some people called in. It was a really interesting one. I found it, it was actually inspired by a series of Reddit comments that I had stumbled upon randomly, and mm. I forget what the hell led me to it, but. Um, it's well, it's some, incredible. Two people were talking to each other a couple years ago, and and one person said, "I don't have a voice." Like here, there's been a lot of talk online recently about people having an inner monologue or not. Apparently, it's only around like 26 percent. And people study this. It's called the science of the inner experience. And there are five different ways that people can think. The first is inner speaking, which is like a constant stream of dialogue in your head. So they're thinking verbally, like I need to go to the store and get this item. Then you have inner seeing, which is thinking more visually. So instead of thinking, oh, I need to go I to the both. store, they would be seeing the items they need from the store in their head. Inner feeling, which is a conscious experience of emotional processes that manifest in a physical way. That's basically the left mm. all the time. But there are five different ways. And then and, and I blew my mind when I, I learned that a couple years back, that people don't have an internal monologue. Does he go, does he, what, what, what does he reference in this? Did he find those same Reddit comments too? I think so, because that's where basically all of this started was when you found it. That's when everybody else started doing it. Talking about it too. And people were interviewing their friends who didn't have an internal monologue and having them sit there and ask, answer questions about how they think. It's almost like finding a, uh, like finding out who among you is, I don't know, of a different species. It's very, because who's inside of everybody's brain all day long? But you, nobody. Well, it, it sounds very inviting, to be honest, and in many ways, in many ways, sounds very inviting. Um, but then, I, it's better for me to, to be able to shut it off and then uh, turn it back on because that inner monologue is is how I, I create a lot of things, uh, a lot of jokes. I entertain myself. There's a lot of things going on there. But on the <laughs> other hand, to be able to just to be able to just Quiet sink it. into a task and be absolutely blank. And go into a mode where you're just there's nothing going on there. It, it's almost like you're allowing yourself to re recoup while you're awake. Meditation. It, yeah, it's a moving meditation. I have to do that a lot, and and it's possible, especially with certain combinations of sound waves. You can do it. You know that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the essence of what a lot of the uh, the tai chi and stuff is really too.
um, once you mo uh, learn the movements, then you just become you become the movements and the breath, and there's nothing else going on. Focus. It's all focus. Yeah. yeah. A lot of us are running around with that crazy woman's monologue in our heads, and that happens. I, I'm I, like, it's not even an insult. It's just it's just life, and it's fine. It's true though. Okay, and then there were people in the comments saying, oh, that's, she has ADHD. No, she doesn't. That's just the way people think. Like, they remember everything they need to do if they're very busy, especially, which it seems like she is. Anyway, it was fun. It was a fun experiment. Also, ADHD. They, they name, they, you know, they name all of these things. Like, yeah. they give a disorder to people who just think differently than everybody else. I think we should embrace right. that stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a, re there's a reason why people are so frazzled in their thinking sometimes. And maybe it uh, has something has to do with upbringing. Uh, something has to do with traumas. Say, I mean, we, we form patterns and habits in our lives for any number of reasons. That has, it doesn't have anything to do with disorders. And they can, and, and, but, but I mean, all it takes is identifying it, seeing what is actually working for you and working against you, and then actually putting some time in to modify the behavior if it's not, a, if it's not serving you in a healthy way. But uh, to, to call everything a disorder. And then medicate it. Yeah, nonsense. Um, so on in Nevada, we've got we've got these climate change protester people coming to, to the United States and more now blocking the road and sitting in the middle of the road and trying to stop people from going about their day. They tried it in Nevada. This is video only, unfortunately, for the listeners at home. But the, Get off the highway, the Rangers. The Rangers rammed right through him, Frank. Everybody will be arrested if not. 30 seconds. Send your leader to my vehicle. Let's talk. Get off the fucking road. just rammed right through it the line i'm waiting for it to happen still hold on i just paused it i'm lowering the volume a little it's very loud he he rammed right through their barricade there was a woman there she like jumped out of the way the line of cars is like astronomically long behind them here oh, i love it i love the it's screaming fantastic. i love their hands up like I'm 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 an ambassador from the other side. Get out now. My hands are up. Get out! On the ground! All of you on the ground now! Yeah, that's that's how you F around and find out. We're not violent. Good cry. Keep crying. Yes, you are you are you are being violent. You are physically blocking people. You you are you are illegally detaining an entire highways full of people. Yes, that's an act of violence, and you are a dumb bitch. That's it. Oh, I love when they cry. It's I like so when wonderful. They cry too, and they deserve everything coming to them right now. Locking them up. We were just trying to save the environment. Well, you know what they're doing by letting those cars sit there and just idle. We spent so much time making these placards. 
you idiots. This video goes on for five minutes of them just loading everything up, loading them into the cars, chaining them together. And look, this one's in the back of a pickup truck. Good for her. And there's the line of the traffic. I mean, it's insane right through the middle of the desert. Why they picked this. I don't I, So stupid. The cars are sitting there creating more, quote, CO2 emissions than you'd ever imagine. Buses and everything. All because you had to block the damn road. Morons. I just drive through the, the, uh, the desert. Or is that somebody's land? It's the desert. It's federal land. Actually, it's, actually it's Nevada, so the entire damn state is federal property, which is uh, ridiculous. You don't even have a state in Nevada. There are people, like, taking this upon themselves now. Like, there's a bunch of clips of people, like, oh, just getting out and just beating the living daylights out of these people. They're trying to go to work. It's tribal, I'm, by the way. It's tribal I'm fine. land. I'm fine with it at this point. I'm fine with it. They're waging war on people. Eventually, the war is going to be waged back, and uh, and that's it. Whatever. It's tribal rangers, so it's tribal land. So good for them. Um, horrible over the weekend in in Jacksonville, Florida. There was a a quote racially motivated shooting that left three people dead in Jacksonville. They already know everything about the person. They've released everything that they've ever said. How re- We still don't have a manifesto from a trans shooter in Tennessee who killed a, a bunch of kids, but, you know, it, hey. It's, it's very easy. Very easy to learn everything you can about a person when you're allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. I mean, it's terrible when somebody goes and uh, kills people. It's terrible when somebody goes out there and uh, and kills indiscriminate or not, not indiscriminately uh, if they're targeting people because of race. But we get this all the time. Like we we get this all. All we do is 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 see things that are racially motivated all day. But there's only there's only one category of of heinous crime that could be thoroughly investigated and made public immediately. The kind they want you to see here. This yeah. is the sheriff there talking about guns. The, the story is always about guns. This, the people are bad. This guy's a bad guy. If I could take my gun off right now and I lay it on this counter, nothing will happen. It'll sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's the problem. The problem is the individual. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank you. That's right. The problem is the individual. <sighs> now we got to get into COVID because it wouldn't be a day president out talking about a new COVID vaccine, Frank. Can you say anything about the uptick of COVID cases and the new variant? Yes, I can. Matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended that it would like to be recommended that everybody get it, no matter what they got before. So they have a new vaccine that actually works. The fact that he even said that out loud is just. That's number one. And then he's saying everybody should get it tentatively. We're thinking everyone should get it, even if they've gotten the other ones in the past. Where is the secret CDC study that's going on or like FD? Where is that? Where I haven't seen any. 
How does the president know that the COVID vaccine works and that everybody needs it, whatever their immune status? Is there a secret randomized trial somewhere that only he and the FDA know about to prove this point? Well, he's the one that's developing it. He's uh, he spends all of his time. They they say that forty five percent, sixty percent of his presidency has been on vacation. It's really it's an, he's been in his personal laboratory, and he's been uh, developing this thing. He knows it works. Yeah, he's been testing out all the mice that were infected in that uh, in that California COVID laboratory that they found in some some Amazon warehouse. That was a, whatever the that hell was, it was. That was the abandoned warehouse from hell, man. I know. How many other ones are those there? Gosh. So speaking of that, Brooke Jackson, submit your written comments beginning 825. The CDC announced a meeting of the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices that will be held on September 12th at 10. The agenda will include discussion of COVID-19 vaccines, recommendation votes for COVID-19 vaccines are scheduled. Now, we all know what they're going to do, but it never hurts to flood them with your comments. And so I'm going to be putting that link in the description box for everybody. At the same time, this graph is absolutely terrifying. CDC data shows excess mortality for ages 0 to 24 is at 44.8%. Babies, toddlers, teenagers, young adults are dying 45% above the historical and projected levels. 45%. That's not because of vaccines, though. It's because of climate change. Mm. It's all the hot pavement they're touching. It's all the hot pavement. And stillbirths in Canada, 13 stillborn deaths in 24 hours at a hospital in Vancouver, British Columbia. It's, it's getting worse. It's getting worse before it's going to get any better. Here's Dell. We have messed with nature. One of the things that Geert pointed out, he said last week, and in, in all the things, this is what stuck with me through the week. Take a listen to this. There is so much focus on what happened at the beginning, whereas nobody seems to realize that the huge gain-of-function experiment that we are doing in the population on the very human species is the mass vaccination. Who has manipulated the virus and who is responsible? For me, this is more a political. The real biological issue is the mass vaccination experiment that has completely changed the behavior of the virus. Why do you think that WHO, CDC have been, have been changing the definitions all the time? Because the, the behavior of the virus has been changing, right? right. Look, we, we started out from a, a virus that had moderate infective, infectiousness to viruses that are now highly infectious. That is a kind of change of, 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 of function, right? More and more infectious when it now becomes more virulent. And that is at large scale, right? On, on the very human species. Think about what Geert said here, and this is true. The vaccine doesn't stop transmission, which means it's turning every single person that got the vaccine into an incubator. And when we think about gain of function, this is what the question was that you didn't hear. I said, do you believe this, this was escape from a lab and gain of function research caused this thing? And Geert's basically saying, what difference does it make? Where it came from, 
problem. What we're doing to it is far more terrifying. If you imagine gain of function is taking a virus that maybe infects bats and seeing if you can get it to infect a human cell in a Petri dish and then see if you can keep changing things to make it gain functions from Petri dish to Petri dish, how many Petri dishes do you think they use to make something gain function? 10, 20, maybe 100, I don't know, 1,000 if they were really focused on it. And what we've done is turn over a billion people into Petri dishes for viruses that have no immune systems now, that can't fight anything off. And what I ask myself, and I really, I honestly, I don't know the answer to this, but when I look at what's happening, when I see them telling us to all wear masks again, is it just a giant PSYOP experiment to control our minds? Maybe, I don't know. Or is it possible that they're afraid of what they know to be true? We just ruined the immune systems of hundreds of millions of Americans and billions of people worldwide. They may be vulnerable to dying from a common cold right now. What would they do if that was the reality that sunk into them? I'm not saying that is the reality, but what we are saying is we have messed with nature. It's, we talked about this, how like, weird random things that we've been fighting off and and you know i guess people who haven't completely ravaged themselves with vaccination can still fight off are like going wild in 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 different populations right now i mean you think monkeypox came out of nowhere or leprosy leprosy what was the other one there was a botulism things that there's like so, there's so many there's so many and it's again why uh, why it's going to be so tough. I mean, aside from the fact that all of this all this general downturn, this general downturn in people's health, um, it all happened around the same time. But people are are their their injuries are being expressed in so many different ways. It's it's it's, it's incredible. Across, it's across the board. It's 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 all kinds of health issue: strokes, heart attacks. Um, cancer, uh, you know, all kinds of, of terrible things are happening at a very rapid rate now, more so than we've seen. And if you were like, let's say you realized or knew that mass vaccinating the entire population with an untested technology um, has destroyed everybody's immune system. And then we've got like a quote bug out there and you know, like two or three people are vaccinated and they're not going to, they're going to have, you know, worse, worse consequences than if they weren't, wouldn't you try to lock everybody down and keep them inside? Not because you care about them, but because you don't want your ass exposed to the world for what you've done. Like God forbid. Now the human body is an amazing thing, Frank. And it, it adapts and reacts and it, it's pretty, it's God and he makes amazing things happen. But if if it turns out like a new COVID strain is out and, and the only people suffering from very serious illness and death are people who have been vaccinated three or four times, don't you think they're going to, that everybody's going to realize that after a little while? Somebody's going to say something, of course. So let's try not to get anyone sick. Because that yeah. works. It doesn't work. No, it's uh, it's it's not about because it's not about catching something. When you when you're talking about the 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 absence of a fully functional, robust, innate immune system, then it's. I mean, you there's no place you can go. 
there's no there's nothing you can do i mean your your body has millions of viruses in it already i mean we good bad bacteria it's all it's all kept in balance the immune system does all that stuff without it yeah yeah any number of things can start uh manifesting inside of you you don't even have to leave the house after a while mm -hmm. like that stuff can just happen and if you don't leave the house for a while then you're so out of touch with what's going on in the outside world and it's like you know and you're like you're like on an alien planet you have to start getting re-immunized all over again you're, you're just like naturally yeah and so nobody looks I mean, like bubble we, boy right it's it's just damned if you do damned if you don't once you isolate people this way and once you start introducing things that are really taking people out at the knees as far as their ability to, to, to stay healthy in any environment. It's just, it's, I'm pay, obviously pay, paying close attention. We did Wednesday, um, we did a Plotkin's uh, sec section where we listened to his, um, Plotkin's the godfather of the vaccines. We listened to his deposition about, about, the safety of any childhood vaccination, let alone the COVID ones. And then that was from 2018. And then we talked about this on Friday too while you were, were out. But we're going to shift gears a little bit because we're just going to shift gears. So let's move on. Frank, your friend is back. Who? Look at the screen. It'll come up for you in a second. Halo Lemieux? Kayla Lemieux, the transgender high school teacher from Canada with the size Z prosthetics. Oh. I still think it's I still think that he's trolling. Well, he's back. He's teaching at Nora Francis Henderson Secondary School in Ontario, where parents were warned that the high school could soon be subjected to protests and disruptions. She ins he insists his breasts are natural, but has been photographed without them when not in the classroom. Previously worked at nearby Oakville Trafalgar High, but saw tenure cut short after photos of the prosthetics surfaced. And I think that he is just trolling. I mean, you still think, think about that? it. He's going from school to school, and these people are so sick. The administration—you can say, "Well, he's sick." This is the man who has size Z breast prosthetics on. He's wearing it all over the place. I don't know. I mean, J John Lennon and Yoko Ono stayed naked in bed for what, what, for how many months? I mean, people do all types of things to protest. I think that this is a, it's, it's a uh, it's a uh, a troll job, and it, only because who's really the most ridiculous thing here? The guy who's wearing the prosthetic, or the fact that every school he goes to is having a really big moral dilemma that they have to work <laughs> through here to defend their employees' identity or they have to leave. Nobody, especially when he wants to seek new employment, it's Canada. They are just as bad as anywhere in the world. So they're going to have a hard time even denying him employment in the first place, regardless of what kind of safety hazards they uh, he um, the safety hazards that he uh, presents inside like a woodworking class or anything like that with those giant tits all over the place well, <laughs> with, with the, uh, the 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 sawzalls rolling. I mean, it's it just... 
I don't know. It's just ha- so, ha- isn't know. that a hazard if he's trying to use a circular saw or something, man? Of course, man? especially with that wig, too. It's not even just the prosthetics on the chest. <laughs> with that wig, with the circular saws, the table saw, all the stuff going on, he, this can't This can't be. I mean, the only thing going he has going for him is that if the wig gets caught in the table saw, at least it's not his real hair. <laughs> But it's a. It's, we're talking about circus sideshow right here, and 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 what is brilliant about it, if it is a troll, which I I just it just it tells me it has to be. I mean, he may be mentally ill a little bit, but he also may he also may just know what he's doing. Like the the bodybuilder who started marrying and breaking all of the the sex toys or the uh, the sex dolls, and then after he broke his second sex style wife he married an ashtray just because he i mean the 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 media coverage is going to be there why not i'll i'll be that guy i'll be the class clown why the hell not i'll get the laugh wow but uh but in the meantime uh there's a bunch of high school kids that have to be the monkeys in the middle of all this stuff between this guy and the administrations that he's going after um this is not an elementary school is it no it's a high school so maybe they get a kick out of it uh you know it's their their first taste of the real world i saw this clip over the weekend what these parents did to this kid here this is this is something else the sixth grader is about to have a tiny medical device implanted in his left arm Jack's dad and mom are at his side. Oh, jeez, I'm really terrified. Jack, relax. Jack, just your head. It's just in your head. Jack, relax. Meredith's going to put some more numbing to make sure that it's all numb, okay? The implant stops female puberty and will keep Jack from growing breasts. There you go. What would you say to people who think kids are just too young to make this kind of decision? Sure, I'm a kid, but doesn't take a genius to realize that I'm not a girl. An estimated 1.4 million adults in the U.S. identify as trans, 150,000 teens. But figures for younger children are largely unknown. Here in the Bay Area, there are at least six clinics for trans kids. UCSF serves about 800 children at its three clinics. Stanford sees 300 kids. Kaiser Permanente wouldn't tell us how many patients it sees at its two centers, but we do know there are more than a thousand trans children served at the other four clinics. Some kids started therapy at three years old to transition socially, which means changing their names and wardrobes to match the gender they choose. Which brings us back to Jack. It's been more than two years since a medical implant began pausing his puberty. It went really well. It's in there, and you know what? It's working right now. Doctors recommend kids get off puberty blockers by the time they turn 14, which means Jack will soon have to decide whether to start taking testosterone to blend in as a boy or get off the drugs to restart puberty. As Listen, if this is so widely accepted and everybody should... What does it matter what somebody looks like? Uh, transgenderism, this whole this whole chapter of the of the corporation is the most superficial scam out of all of them. Not only highly damaging criminal, 
but superficial. This whole idea of being passable, passable for what? How many, how many natural women out there that aren't necessarily very aesthetically pleasing are, are, are they, would they be passable? It's like, like if we can make this boy look like an attractive woman, then we will have success. There are, there are unattractive women objectively who would, I mean, where, where's their, uh, where's their help? Same thing for guys. It's just... This is... Here, I've got... Here. Estrogen treatment is irreversible and would make Josie sterile. But Josie and her mother never doubted it was the right thing until an unexpected conversation happened one afternoon. But on the inside, where nobody else can see? Yeah. Are you a boy or are you a girl? Maybe I'm a boy inside and a girl outside. Really? Yeah, is that true? Only you know the answer to that. So if uh, you no, no, to... no, the only reason why they even know the question is because of you, 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 you contemptible freak. You grow up to be a man. Yeah. Would you tell me? Mm, yeah. Hey, if you wanted to grow up and be a man, you could. No. Not you anymore. Not. Listen. Sometimes I think I'm boy sort of, but I want to be a girl. Yeah. Will you love me if I'm a boy? Of course. Will you love me if I'm, I'm a boy? Will you? That's it right there. This kid is doing this because of his dumbass mother. Oh, this is all for the, this is all this is all a scripted exchange right here, though. I don't think so. They got a camera there. This whole thing, the sitting down, looking eye to eye. The moment of acceptance with the bull dyke mother. Come on. That little boy does not know what he's doing. Dr. Olson had a decision. You are in the perfect place to start on blockers. And she promises to begin giving her estrogen, female hormones, in two years. Around 13. That's what I think. Yes, you're not going to develop breast buds on the blockers. But um, you're not going to wait until 16 to start. You know that, okay? Uh Josie received the blockers as an implant in her arm. It's okay if you cry. So with all the terrible. bravery she I could can't. muster, you're gonna feel a little bit of a. Josie. Why are we doing this to kids? This is terrible. This should be one of those things where the um, the media is is doing an, an expose and investigating a group of butcher doctors that are doing this stuff. The children, uh, part as part of a uh, a pseudo religious cult, that all of their adoptive parents and all of their crazy parents are are doing. They're 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 just like you know, making their children into pet projects, a genetic experiment. Like this is a real horror film. Um, the only real the only reason why it's not being presented as horror to the mainstream is because the media is there being inquisitive about. A really uh, interesting new scientific, medical, and social endeavor—a new evolution that is uh, in, in what doctors are doing to to help children that are in very unique, transformative situations. That that's their angle. Instead of inside of these walls over here, there are 
licensed doctors that are using drugs, surgery, and also coaching parents on social transformations to be able to stunt growth and mutilate children because there is a social fad that has largely been uh, influenced by our own government and the forces that control it to confuse children into these phases and to make sure that through all of these medical uh, treatments and other modalities that they never get out of the phases, that they're caught and that they are pretty much doomed forever. That That is a really catching story. It, that's what's actually happening. It's a scary one too. But the media is taking this, hmm, this is such, it's, it's, it's just, they're just so inquisitive about it. And it's, it's groundbreaking and, uh, and it's interesting. It's interesting. Doctors. They're sitting there with their cameras while these children, these suffering children are being coached into receiving tr transhumanist technology, subdermal transhumanist technology to stop their body from doing what it is meant to do. Like that, that, that's it. That's it. For the rest of their lives, their body is going to be fighting tooth and nail to do what it is designed to do so that we on the outside can continue to uh, feel better about our fetishes. Doctors like this. To me, it seems ridiculous to have a, a kid at age 12, 13, 14 deciding whether they want to have biological children when they're 20, 30, or 40. I mean... Well, they make the decision to kill themselves at 12 and 13. That's a pretty powerful decision. We take an oath. First, do no harm. If doing nothing is doing harm, you have to do something. What is the rate of 12 and 13 year olds killing themselves? First of all, second of all, it's what going is through the roof now? Well, now, but what is the rate of them doing it? I, 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 I'm, I'm at a complete and total loss with this. I, I, it's gross. It's just, it's so gross. We're going to move to New York. I, I Not literally, because that's... We're going to talk about New York now. I have so much more I could say about that, but none of it will be... Somebody said I'm too mad, so I'm not going to... Anyway. Just absolutely terrible. Um, Frank, you had a, a crazy weekend in the city with protests. Yeah. Protests at Gracie Mansion, protests on Staten Island. Yeah. Here's uh, some chaos at Gracie Mansion over the weekend. A demonstration over the ongoing migrant crisis quickly turns violent. Protesters throwing punches, kicking, even choking each other. This chaotic scene unfolded at the doorstep of Gracie Mansion on Manhattan's Upper East Side. The NYPD made several arrests. Eyewitness News reporter Lucy Yang live at Gracie Mansion. Lucy? Well, Sandra, the demonstration is over now, but the issue is far from over. What to do about the mounting crisis over migrants? Every day, buses continue to pour into the city, and the problem is the city ran out of beds and funds a long time ago, Wait and many second. taxpayers Wait. have run Listen out of patience. Dozens took to Gracie Mansion Sunday afternoon, and it got heated. 
arguing. This is unsustainable. To cut through all the anger, it began with a rally over the migrant crisis. Mayor Adams has said this is a sanctuary city, but Suffolk County is not sanctuary city. I pay 20K in property tax. How much you want to bet that six months ago she was championing the fact that New York City was a sanctuary city oh, no, no, from her no palace in Colmac? No doubt about it. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who are championing a lot of this stuff and now are starting. Like I said, it's not going to be real until all of the uh, the yoga pants moms in Rye uh, are are having their 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 morning mimosas. Uh, blighted by the sight of trash picking migrants. They're they're okay. they're sending them to Staten Island now, and Staten Island is conservative. The whole island, sorry, it is, and they're not having it over there. But that's a borough of New York City, the sanctuary city. So they're showing up at hotels, taking over, and they're shipping them out to Long Island. They're shipping them out to Riverhead. They're shipping them out to Comac. I lived in in Huntington, which was like. Even when President Trump had talked about MS-13, that's like their hub in Huntington. And that's where I lived. And I could not speak English in my own town. The thing is, um, still, no matter what they say about Eric Adams, this they, they can't bleed the radiator and just push these people all over the state because the state is that we've got a real problem all over the place yep and uh, they're starting these migrants are starting to get rejected all over the state now just because wherever they go of course they are a blight they are a blight and they have been brought in here to be exactly that a blight and i um uh, it, it's you. You can you can just tell what is driving all of this when all of this can be happening. You can be screaming about we have no money, we have no beds, we have no this and that. We need help. No, you don't. You have buses. You have the same planes that the feds have been flying them into Westchester. This is a federal. This is a federal human trafficking scheme send them back to, they have to leave the country now and if you're not talking about that then i don't care how much complaining you do about resources this and that you are just playing a role you're part of the problem and you're okay with the end game which is erasure of the last vestiges of this country just the, the erasure of the last vestiges that's all if eric adams or anybody else is not talking about removal from the country then they are they're still they're still in on it and they are here to to move it along to the final phases somebody expressed a shock in the comments about twenty thousand dollars a year in property taxes oh you have no clue we yeah, are I, i'm around that yeah i was when i left eight years ago i was at sixteen five or a little bit more and every year they go up a thousand two thousand dollars in new york it's insanity and they'll go up more now they need more money at until, least, it was, at least it was, yeah, no, it was at least, uh, no, it's bad. Very bad. It's so funny because when I moved down here, I was talking and they're like, okay, so your property taxes are going to be 800. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. That's fine. I'm like, um, I'm like, how do they collect them here? Blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I was like 800 a month. Right. And they're like, no, 800 a year. I said, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. In other states, people talk <laughs> about, you know, you have like a a $1,000 a year property tax and they tell you with a cringe, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <know>. uh, <laughs> please. I thought they made 800 a month. <laughs> yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's not like that low anymore, obviously. But anyway, that's it. You have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with... Frankie Val on the drums and... Beans! You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Getter, Twitter, and Rumble, or X, I should say X. Don't forget Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on QuiteFrankly.tv or on Rumble. And we will see you back here on Wednesday. Later. Later.